Hey yo everybody, welcome to the Joey and Amanda podcast, I'm Joey. And I'm Amanda. What do we got today? Today is a very special podcast because we are talking to two amazingly talented artists that I had the pleasure to meet and hang out with and talk art with. Leah and and Amelia. Amelia. Yes, Um, in the last workshop that I taught in Miami in March. Yeah, we had great conversations with both of them. They are both fantastic people and artists, and it's great to have them on here. It was great yeah. to talk to them. I feel like I'm, I know them. Like, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like I've known them already. I don't know if it's because you've talked about them before, but I feel like you friends. I feel like yeah. we're friends. Yeah, we did bond. So I also want to give a shout out and thank you to Katie Rowe Rich on Instagram because she gave me the great idea to have this as a podcast episode i didn't even think about it how people would like to know what do these workshops feel like how what was it like Mm -hmm. um so what we did is i put up questions up on social media and i asked all of you uh, what would you like to ask them about how their experience was with the workshop it's great we talked about um you know, art education and um, support from family and friends and their goals. And they talked about what they took away from your workshop. And Yeah. And, and the great thing, too, is that one of these girls, one of them, she has been an artist since she was a child. And the other one just picked up being an artist at age 25. So it just goes to show that it's never too late to start something new or to, to learn a new skill. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. Should we do it? Should we get to Leah? Let's do it. All right. This is our conversation with Leah. So fun. I can't believe nine months has passed. I know. Amelia just posted that. I know. I saw that. Actually, we're going to have her on the podcast after. After I saw that message, I was like, you know what? Let's have Amelia on here, too. Oh, good. She's so great. She is. <laughs> She's so cute. So we have a bunch of questions for you, but do you want to talk through your journey so far? You know, like, you know, becoming an artist? How, where did it start? Yeah. When did it start? Or before the podcast? I mean, <laughs> before the workshop or after Bef- the workshop? Before the workshop. Like, okay. what led, how about, like, what led you to the workshop? It's a great question. Yeah, that is a good question. Thank you. So I, (laughs) very nice work, Joey. So (laughs) I always, I didn't grow up like making art or drawing or anything like that. I always thought it was like the coolest thing to be able to do. I always admire people who, who did that, but I always thought that it was a skill that people were just born with or you weren't. Uh And so I just wasn't born with it. Um, and then I graduated college and I started working and I was just really unhappy with, um, just kind of how my life turned out, I guess. What what were you doing? What were you studying in school? Like what, what was your path going down? I, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology Uh and so I had no path, Uh um, and kind of so, goes yeah, hand I in struck- hand with art though well you know yeah. i was gonna say maybe that's gonna somehow come back into your art now and maybe it maybe it already is yeah it kind of does really yeah, that's, that's <laughs> amazing. I See, a that's, lot about, but that's why um, it's like it's amazing like you know you you went that way for a reason you were down that path the pieces for a reason. kind of fell together yeah 
But yeah, so I was just kind of at a point, like I was just really depressed. I was like, my life is just like not what I thought it was going to be. Like, you know, kind of like this is it kind of thing. And so I just decided, I don't know. I just like decided I was like, drawing is something that I can do. I'm just going to try it and see what happens and see. I'm like, you must be able to learn it. You know, I'm kind of going through this whole thing. And so I was like, you know, maybe, maybe I can do this. So I just decided that I was going to try it. And I told myself, I was like, I'm just not going to quit and then just see what happens. Um, so I would go on YouTube and I, you know, bought books and there's just so many, I'm so lucky to be a part of this generation because like the resources that are available to me are endless and I feel so grateful for that. I think if I was, you know, living in a different time, I might not, I I wouldn't have the opportunities that I have now. And so I just started following like all these random um, art accounts, like drawing Uh accounts or whatever, um, just to, just to keep learning and just be as exposed to it as I could. Yeah. Yeah, it keeps um, you motivated, too. Yeah, it really does. And then I think I found Amanda, I think, just on my Discover page. And I think that I found her right at the beginning of the drawing series. And I was like, this girl is so great. <laughs> I just, like, I love your work so much. Um, and it was just so, like, unique. And we're close to the same age. And so I kind of felt like we were kind of going through sort of the same things. And, like, you and Joey were living together. And my boyfriend and I lived together. Like, like parallel. So, very parallel yeah. universes. Yeah, exactly. And just, like, I don't know. They're just little things. And, and you just capture these tiny moments. Recently, you had one about the, like, hair on your soap. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, who would ever yeah. think to draw that, you know? But it's just, like, it's so true, you know? And it's and just, just stuff like that. And so um, by the time the workshop came along, that was, like, 2018. At the end, you probably would have posted that. And I saw the post, and I was like, whoa, like, this would be so amazing. And then I was thinking, like, I couldn't do something like this. And you're in South Dakota and the workshop's in Miami. Let's just, for people who are listening. Yes, I'm in South Dakota. I don't like traveling. I'm very much a homebody. Um, Yeah, and I was like, well, you know, so by this time I'd only been into art for like a year. I was like, what if I went to this? And I called my mom and she was like, Leah, you can either join the parade or you can watch it pass you by. (laughs) (laughs) Mama. Mama always knows. I I, I don't think she even like read through the thing I was like I I just told her I was like this is my favorite artist like she's having this this workshop like should I go like am I stupid and she was like you have to go Uh I know so I signed up for it and I was like oh my gosh what did I just do like I just spent I just paid all this money like what if like this was a bad idea or whatever yeah um but I was still just so excited and um and then I went and it was the best ever (laughs) my work like just totally transformed after that and it's been like just like Amelia posted about it the other day and I was like isn't it crazy how it's been nine months now and it's still just like that experience inspires me still every single day. Like I think about it every day. Like when I'm working on my illustrations now, I take what I learned from that and it goes into my work now. It's incredible. 
it's so awesome hearing this, Leah, because like you, it's like night and day what happens in four days. It was crazy. It was like so many of you, all of you exceeded what I even thought would happen in four days. Like it was just seeing from beginning to end and seeing like your motivation and like just your art transform so quickly kind of goes to show that you know, you can, if you put your mind to something, you dedicate so many hours to it, you can just do anything, I feel like. Yeah, you, you really can. And that's why um, I, I like to talk about how I don't have like any art background, because I, I feel like I'm proof that anyone can do this. I'm just one of those people where I'm like, if I can do this, anyone can do this. I think I've actually posted like one of the very first drawings that I did, like, of a face, and it's horrendous. Like, it's (laughs) unbelievable. But if you put in the time and you just absorb as much as you can, and there's resources all around you, they're everywhere, um, you can do it. Yeah. I I talk about this this so much. That's why I'm so passionate and, like, I love motivating others because I feel the same way as you. I was like, if I can do it, you can do it. I'm, like, a female. My parents are immigrants. Like, I put all the barriers that people, like, kind of put up on themselves. Like, it's an art degree. Like, everything, I'm like, you can do it too. Well, because it's – some people now, like, will tell me, like, oh, you're so talented. You know, you have such a gift. And I'm like – I wasn't, I didn't just do this one day. Like I've put so much time and thought and work and frustration and, you know, I put so much into it that it's, I, I hate to just call myself like a talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know exactly what you're saying when people say things like that. And like, I know they're trying to be nice, but I'm like, I've been drawing since I was so young. I've taken classes. Like I've worked so hard. If only you saw my work when I was even just when I started, you can scroll down to when I started and see like so many differences. I'm like, oh my God, that is so not good. <laughs> oh, before we start with the questions, I, oh, did we talk about the our experience of like how fun it was that first of all everybody traveled from different places nobody was from Miami so we had this workshop in Miami you would think that like all the people in Miami would join it but instead it was people from different parts of the country that came Uh in for it which was awesome and Uh um I was just gonna say this part of the story so I I don't know what to expect as much as you guys don't know what to expect in the form of like how is everybody going to be? How is everybody going to act? Like, I hope everyone's nice. Like, you know, I'm (laughs) I'm thinking of all of these things too. And as soon as I meet everybody, it just feels like it's weird. It just felt like, yeah, it felt so right. But we were all kind of had, we were like kind of in the same frequency of like, we're all creative. We all wanted to learn something more. We all loving. There was like no judgment. So it was like a really nice space. But um, something that people don't know that I wanted to talk about, there was a whole hotel fiasco thing happening behind the scenes that I didn't know. So everybody has signed up to go to this one hotel, but very last minute, the hotel couldn't take everybody in for some reason. And everybody ended up in different like Airbnbs and some people weren't very happy where they stayed at. Okay, Um, can I interject one thing? Yes. None of us heard a word about where we were staying until I think the night before. Yeah. And see, I had no idea about any of this. Yeah. And um, 
the first day of class was like super awesome. Everybody was so nice. It was actually one of the girls' birthdays. So I was like, let's go get some drinks and get to know each other more. So after the workshop, we hung out. We, uh, we had some drinks. And when everybody started feeling more comfortable, they started t- talking about like, you know, I was supposed to stay at this hotel, but I ended up in this Airbnb. Anyways, so long long story short, we en- we turned this into a sleepover and everybody slept at the condo that I was staying at that had like double beds and I slept on the couch and we like we bonded. Like this is definitely a rare experience. Maybe in the future, I've actually talked about it with my manager in the future, maybe we'll do some type of like rent a big house and then have like everybody like in separate rooms and then we'll come down and do like the the classes in the morning or something like that but oh um, that is such a good idea because well sydney came because diana and i were in that house and then sydney came and slept at the house with us yeah so it was basically like that and it was a blast yeah i was thinking it'd be fun yeah that's you know from like an outsider getting like a play-by-play of the weekend while that was happening i was so surprised and happy with like the sisterhood that was forming like the sorority that was forming there like oh my gosh it was like such a sisterhood i know still a sisterhood it's it's really it was really like amazing to see that happen yeah it was so special and i was getting it from like a play-by-play through like text and phone calls (laughs) like wait what is going on over there this is unreal you know i was actually thinking about this too because i was like i think women just have such a extra extra special connection like to each other I mean I guess I've never been a man so I don't I can't say that for certain but it was just so um, like it was I don't know it was so special I think what made it special too is that most of us were very open so like we had a dinner where we it, it was kind of like we all just talked about our tra- like childhood traumas and we just like <laughs> yeah. remember that we and it was amazing what everybody had gone through it, and we were like all crying at the end of the dinner but it was a good cry it was like it was just yeah. like a bonding nice cry yeah it sounds it like so you have great. to be there to understand <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyways yeah so that's kind of like the behind the scenes of the workshop of something I really we, I never even talked about the whole we all had that sleepover that one night. So we have a bunch of questions that people submitted um, that they want to ask you about your art journey and the workshop. We picked a couple and uh, Joey will read them out. Yeah, I'll be representing the voice of the people here. Actually, the first question, Leah, you already nailed it, but I'll read it again just in case uh, you, know, you want to add anything. Um, okay. To have a career as an artist... Can it be learned or are you born with the talent? Oh, it can be learned. <laughs> I started drawing when I was 25, um, almost 26. So inspiring. So, um, yeah, you don't have to be born with it. I think a lot of people think that, and I used to think that, but it's not true. Yeah. You can do I, anything. Yep. Yes, Leah, I, second, you're awesome. I second that. <laughs> you are. Uh, you anything to add or moving on? No, I think Leah said it perfectly, and I second that. I think you have to have the passion for and the drive. But besides that, everything can be learned. You just have yeah, to. You have true. to enjoy it. You have to enjoy the process. You yeah. know. Yeah, and you also have to be patient. Um, none of this comes overnight. Yes. Like I said before, like even when I was just starting out, like. I would just get so frustrated and just be like, I guess I just can't do this. Yeah. Um, but 
I kept going and I can do it. Yeah, it's learning those fundamentals. Yeah. And then it's just, just consistency. Yeah, it, it really is. I think a lot of people think that there's going to be this one, like, magic answer of, well, how do you, how do you learn to draw, like, in a day? <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people, like, want that just magic um, class or whatever it is yeah. to, to do it quickly, and it, it just it doesn't exist. You yeah. just have to, it's a lot of time. Yeah. What advice would you give someone interested in an art career, but that lacks money? I have a full-time job that's not art-related in the least um, to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I'm still, I spend a lot of time working toward an art career. Um, it's a slow path, but you just... Do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah, my answer is get another job. I had three jobs at one time, and I was working on my art on the side after the three jobs. And it was just like, it depends where your priorities are. Um, You know, what are you spending your money on? Like, cut down maybe on eating out or on buying clothes or on whatever it could be. But it depends on, like, what you want to sacrifice and what's really important to you. Yeah, and like I have a routine. I mean, obviously, I have to work 40 hours a week, so it doesn't leave as much time as I would like, but for art, but I just keep a pretty steady routine to where I can work and spend time with my boyfriend, um, you know, and still put quality time into my art consistently. Yeah. Um, You can figure it out. I mean, you just have to. You have to make that decision and you have to just stick with it. Definitely. Yeah. There, there's so many classes like you don't have to take the workshop. You don't have to like nowadays, like what she was saying is you can just take watch YouTube videos. You can go to the library. There's a lot of things you can do where you can learn for free. Somebody asked, what can I do to encourage my son who loves art and being creative? Oh, that's a good question. Um, to encourage him. Do it with him. Oh, that's such oh, a great nice. answer. <laughs> yeah, do it with him. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's like, Amanda, didn't, weren't you like a little kid and you started art classes? Yeah, so my mom, um, something my mom did is uh, she signed us up for a membership at a Children of Art Museum. It's still open, I think, in Florida. So we yeah. would go to the museum. So going to an art museum and then every Christmas and every birthday, my gifts were usually geared towards art. I had a new pack of markers, a new coloring book, something that encouraged me to keep creating. Speaking of amazing parents, Leah's parents, Mm -hmm. but she didn't even get to South Dakota. She didn't even go. She was still in Miami during the workshop. She sent her parents a a drawing that she did. And didn't they print it out? And Yeah. And do you remember the picture of my dad? My dad's holding it. (laughs) And he sends it to her. Leah, your parents are awesome. They are. Yeah, they, they, they are. They've been, they've been so supportive. Um, they, I think they, they enjoy my art. My mom helps me so much. My mom, um, manages my website actually. Um, and she's really helpful. And I actually go to her for, um, support a lot because, Sometimes, I don't know, you just get to be hard on yourself sometimes and it's good to have an outside perspective. Are you kidding me? I call my mom every day. (laughs) (laughs) 
I do too with another meltdown. <laughs> what is the most valuable thing Amanda taught you at the workshop? Um, you know, I actually thought about this besides the, I mean, just putting in the time, putting in the hours, the consistency. Um, she said something, she was like, it can be really difficult to get what you're trying to portray onto paper, mm-hmm. but keep trying until you get there. <laughs> yeah. It's and like it's, you have a vision in your head and then you put it on paper and you get discouraged because it's not the same. Yeah. And it's hard. Actually, I, I go through this like with every illustration pretty much. Um, it's just a lot of trial and error. I mean, you don't get anywhere if you just stop <laughs> and give up. And so the key is you just keep trying as many times as it takes, no matter how long it takes. You just keep going and, and you only learn from it. Um, you only get better when you do that. I never, I never let like the challenge of an illustration stop me from doing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, I, if I have an idea and I'm like, sometimes my initial reaction is, oh, I probably couldn't do that because that'll be a little complicated. Mm-hmm. I never let myself go there. I am always like, nope, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it and see, see where it goes. Yeah, you and know. I, oh, I, I always get there. It takes a while, but I do, I get there. And um, I, I really think that that advice like really stuck with me. I'm so glad because that advice, I feel like I learned so much just by being an artist, because if you put that advice also towards just life and like goals, yeah. I mean, it's a hundred percent. So good. What is one thing you learned from the workshop that you put in every one of your pieces now? Oh, um, just like my real life or like little detail like little details um like I know Amanda right before the workshop you posted a drawing of you you're like sitting at a desk and you're looking at your phone and the calendar there's a calendar in the background and you're like every piece of this like came from my life Mm -hmm. um I guess maybe I I don't know if I learned that from the workshop, but I kind of did. Like I kind of put that into when I was doing my final project, you were like, oh, well, why don't you put your dog in it? You know, because I didn't have that idea. Um, And you were like, put your dog in it, you know, make it more personal to you and just these little details. So um, I always I try to do that. Um, I love that about your recent work. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. And it's and then and then you notice that. There's two types of artists sometimes, and usually I can see the ones that don't end up that su- successful are the ones that are trying to please other people. But like your last piece that you did, which if you guys are listening, you have to check her out. We'll give you her information at the end of the podcast. Um, you recently did a piece of you with your grandmother that you're going oh, through, yes. and it's something so personal and yeah. so hard to talk about. And um, you did it because it's something you're going through, but so many people appreciate that and can relate to it in their own way. And yes, so that's a big difference. I think in art that people can take is like, just concentrate on, you have a journey for a reason. You have a story for a reason. Don't try to please others because people will appreciate your authenticity and you will connect with others along the way anyways. Oh my gosh. That's been like a hundred percent my experience. Like I've learned so much, like, 
the more, if you're just honest and less trying to be perceived a certain way, people respond to that because people don't want to see like how great you are, you know, all of the time. It's like, I want people to see that I have weak moments and I'm insecure and sometimes I get embarrassed and like sometimes I feel sad and, and I just, I want to put that into my work, but, but also, you know, show the beauty in that and how, how, how human that is. Yeah. Because that, that's when you, that's when you find, um, connections and that's on, that's part of the reason why I don't really like doing commissions, um, is because they're just not, they don't, I don't know. I don't connect with them as much as I do my own work. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, that makes so much sense. That's, that's how I feel too. That's a big part of why I'm closed on them. And I started like, I started being only specifically sometimes I would do them, but it was if it was an engagement. Like, I was picky, you know what I mean? Because it's like, that's so cute. Like, I really want to be part of that. So it's okay to be picky. That's another thing we talked about in the class. Like, it's okay to just, like, figure out what it is that you want to do. And um, You know what? I'm glad that you said that because are we still – what was the question again? I think this has to do with it. (laughs) Uh, What was the question? Oh, what was one thing you learned that you put in all your pieces now? Um, I, one thing I learned at the workshop was, remember how we talked about commissions and I was like, I thought that being an artist meant that people could just tell you what to draw and then you could just do it. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you remember that? And you were like, oh no, that's <laughs> not true. And I was like, cause you know, people would ask me a lot for all these different kinds of work. And I was like, I get really insecure. Cause I was like, I don't. I don't think I can do that. I don't really want to do it kind of thing. Yeah, that's um, that's a anyway, struggle I'm glad, I'm glad I struggle with too. That, yeah. Sorry. I just talked over you, but um that's something no. I that's something I struggle with too. It's something a lot of artists struggle with. People think that they can tell you what to do and what to draw and it's actually very rude. Um Yeah. Especially think, when they want to do it for free. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people it's just a matter of like not understanding that and and I wouldn't know that like a few years ago I would have no idea yeah yeah I know a lot of people (laughs) don't know yeah I definitely understand that now and I'm like I there's just so much work that I want to do that's coming from my brain that I want to get out into the world um that I just feel like I don't really have time or energy to to do someone else's idea yeah perfectly said somebody wants to know were you nervous at all before attending the workshop? Oh my gosh, I was like almost throwing up when I landed in Miami. Oh my no, <laughs> I but I'm just I'm just a nervous person. You've like, also I, never been to Miami too, so there's a lot of yeah. new things happening. Right, right. Yeah, and like I said, I don't really like traveling. I always get nervous um, flying. Like, not that I'm scared, but just all of the logistics of it, like getting to your flight on time, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I'm always anxious about traveling. But, I mean, yeah, I I didn't know any of the other girls. I had no idea, really, what this was going to be. Um, I I didn't know how formal it would be, how informal it would be, you know, who would be there, Um you know, what the other girls were like, but, um, I knew it was for like a good reason. So I don't know. It, it didn't, I didn't feel bad, it's, but yeah, I was nervous. It's, it's good to be nervous. It's sometimes. so important to step outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, and exactly. Do things like that in life. It's just like yeah. huge. Yeah. You have to. 
You have to, yeah. And that's why I was like, okay, I would rather be going through this than be going through the regret of like letting letting the parade pass me by. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and regretting missing that. So Um What was your favorite thing about the workshop with Amanda? Um, you know what? It was just getting to meet her and talk to her face to face and just tell her like I see you and I know what you're doing and it's amazing and you have changed my life. <laughs> I think oh, yeah, you're going to make me cry. Like I just not a lot of people get that opportunity and just getting to like meet her and she's just so I don't know. I don't know if I can explain it, but <laughs> you were interested in me as a person. And, and, you know, she, I know she gave like attention to everyone, like all of us, you know, she was like one-on-one with everyone. And, um, it was, it was just so great. Aww. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know we, we need to do like a, what, like what we talked about before, uh, another girls, but like hang out, like not non-workshop, like it's just, uh, go create somewhere. Yeah. Type oh my gosh. I would love that. Is there anything else that you wanted to get in there? Um, just that I'm so excited for your next group. Like, I'm going to be following it very closely. <laughs> um, like I said, one of the, I know one of the girls that follows me, she reached out to me and she was like, guess what? I'm going to Amanda's workshop. She's like, I just got the confirmation that I get to go. And um, so I'm so excited, like, just to see this next group and to see what comes out of it and I hope it it's as special as as ours was and I can't wait to see what comes out of it thank you you're the best and um also what was I gonna say oh I cannot wait to see all of your new work every time I see your art piece it's like it gets better and better and better every time and it always hits me in the feels because you're really you're really just pulling out from your deepest self which I love that about you and your work thank you so much I always get excited when you comment it's so fun for me when you get to see them (laughs) (laughs) it's so good oh do you want to tell you want to tell people how they can find you before we go oh sure um so on Instagram I'm at Leah underscore moody L-E-A-H-M-O-O-D-E-Y. Um, Facebook is Leah Moody Art. And uh, my website is LeahMoodyArt.com. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Well, um, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, thank you guys yeah. so much. Nice to meet you, Joey. You too. I feel like we've known each other forever. <laughs> Maybe it's because we connect and Joey and I connect, so it makes sense yeah, that you I guys think, would get along. I think along. that is what, yeah, it is. That's exactly what it is. The three of us are soulmates. There's nothing <laughs> we can do about it. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Leah. Thanks Bye for taking the time. Bye, Leah. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Great conversation with Leah. Leah, if you're listening, you are awesome. Thank you're you for awesome. Joining. Thank you, Leah. It was so nice talking to her and catching up and listening to her voice again. I love that we got to cover everything, including the whole sleepover. It's something yeah. that we don't... I actually never even talked never about told, it. We never talked about it on here before? No. And I've never even like talked about it on Instagram. But oh, that was wow. really fun. That was something that made that workshop extra special. I mean, that's not how the next workshops are going to go. But so wait, hold on. Let me just like make sure I got this whole story straight. Here. Yeah. Okay. So they all thought they were staying in a hotel. 
Yes. And then I, what, from what it sounded like with Leah, they got a call or an email or something the night before. Yes. That so said you're no longer staying in that hotel. Yeah. So then the the hotel that was booked, mm-hmm. something happened with the hotel and they had canceled okay. with the woman that scheduled it. Okay. So last minute they had to figure out and get an Airbnb that was worth the amount of money that she had booked for the hotel. Not, they didn't have to get it themselves. They had to get it themselves or... They- no, no, no. Uh-oh. The the they, the people coordinating the workshop, they're like, okay, the, ho- like the hotel didn't work out. Yeah. So they have to scramble very last minute and try to find Airbnbs that were close enough, yep. that were available, right. and that were around the same price range of the hotel. Right. And I Airbnbs see. are more expensive because right. it's like a room versus like one of them was even like a house. Yep. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, so that's something that had happened. So that's there. So then you guys had your first day of the workshop, mm-hmm. and nobody brought it up. Nobody, you, no. you, you did not know about it no, until no. after you guys all went to get drinks or just like yeah, dinner. Yeah, and, and or somebody brought it up. Somebody brought it up, and you were like, "Wait, wait, wait hold on, what? What's happening?" Yeah, and did they seem like? Uh, like uncomfortable with yeah, they t- just talking to you about it or no, they felt comfortable. I think it's just because it's the way that I'm, I am, I'm kind of easy to talk to yeah, But yeah, um, yeah. so, so they felt fine, I guess in the beginning they didn't know cause they had just met me, but yeah. after towards the end of the day. And did you know from um, what they were saying that the Airbnbs that they were in were not great? Yeah. They just were like, they didn't say they were horrible. It just wasn't what they were expecting. And, you know. And that probably made you feel horrible. So that made me feel horrible. Yeah. And I was like, I need to, like, figure out where this is first and, like, yeah. make sure it's okay. To some people, they might feel comfortable. And then to some people, they might not right, feel comfortable. Right, right, right. And I just wanted to make sure, like, okay, like, everything was... if they. The thing is, is they didn't feel comfortable like walking at night yeah. from the these places. So what ended up happening is that the woman that was coordinating did is she covered all of their Ubers, got and um, so they just got transportation to and from. Got it. Yeah. So that night after the first day of the workshop, um, when they told me, and I didn't know the situation just mm-hmm. because I didn't coordinate any of this. I just came to teach. Um, I just said, Hey, you guys just come with me. I'm like staying in a really big condo. They, it was like a double bed. It was kind of like just a girl sleepover. I went and I got like a whole bunch of snacks. Like, and I was like, here are all the snacks. And I ended up sleeping on the couch. They slept on the beds. And, um, the next day we figured out like the Airbnb and all the situation, it was fine. But, um, I mean the Ubers, but what's crazy is it ended up being like the best thing because you guys got that experience of. Having bonding like a, having that sleepover bond i know like, it's just one of those things where like you know things happen but it, it was all meant to be yeah it was That's it was awesome. it was special so you know it's not um the other workshops the hotel everybody just has to figure out their own hotel Got and it. all of that um you know, just to make things smoother. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely not something that's going to happen again. But it's a great story, though. Yeah, it's a great story, and it just made things spe- like different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, should we get to Amelia? Yes, Amelia. All right, here is our wonderful conversation with with Amelia. Amelia. Amelia, welcome to the show. Welcome. <laughs> What's going on? I'm so excited to be a part of it. Seriously, it's awesome. Yay, me too. You're awesome. I'm so excited to just like dig deep and go back to nine months ago, which you reminded me that it has been nine months since the yeah. workshop. 
And it really was interesting. I had that realization. I was kind of just sitting there, and I was going to draw last night, and then I was thinking about it. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's been almost nine months, and I really, really feel like it's been sort of like the development of an art baby. I know that might sound strange. An art baby. baby. I've been practicing at it so much. And so now I feel really, like, much more confident than I did that first month of drawing. So it's been an exciting journey. So we have a bunch of questions that people submitted on Instagram. Um, Yes. But before we get to those, can you, like, go through sort of your journey? Like, what led to the workshop or being an artist? Just sort of that whole, your whole journey so far. Yeah, that's a good question. Okay, so I've always been what they call, like, the art kid. Um, I've loved drawing since I was little, and my parents really fostered that creativity, so they allowed me to paint on everything. I painted the bunk bed, the bathtub, like literally the bathtub with watercolor, waterproof paint, (laughs) and so like the bathroom door, everything was painted. Um, That's awesome. That's awesome. And let's see, then I went, took some art classes, like when I was a kid, my mom signed me up for that. And I went to an art high school and then an art college. But when I was in college, it was kind of a weird shift because I lost my heart for drawing. It was much more uh, business focused, if you will. Yeah. Because my major was advertising. And I didn't take any, like, illustration classes or painting classes. Whereas in high school, we had some of those courses, but it wasn't the full focus. It was still a little different. Yeah. Um, and then after college, I actually took a big trip to Israel and lived there for six months. Oh, wow. And for me, that's where I found my passion back for drawing again because I'd lost it in college and I'd always lived in Savannah. So I was like, I need to kind of get away from home. So I moved to Tel Aviv and Oh, wow, you drawing moved there. Yeah, I moved there for six months. Wow. (laughs) Drawing came back into my heart because it was really more so a comfort. Like, I didn't know anybody over there, and I barely could speak the language. So I would just, I bought a sketchbook and started drawing, and I would write journal entries to myself, like, to encourage myself, and then I'd illustrate it. So that's, like, the place I'm at now is I'll do these drawings and then write messages that are meant to, like, make you feel warm, and that's (laughs) been my journey, and then so I took the, your class, Amanda, because after, it's been three years since I'd been back from Israel at that point, Mm -hmm. and I kind of have been enjoying doing these little happy doodle drawings, and maybe I should look into taking an official class. I've never done that before, and I've really just enjoyed the whole process of learning how to draw, essentially, in that style. And so my friend, she actually referred me over to your page. She's like, I think you would like your stuff. And, of course, I did. And then I saw you were doing the workshop, and I said, all right, take out the loan. I'm doing it. I don't care what it takes. I just have to do this. I think it will open up a whole new chapter for me, and it did. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that's a journey. That's great. <laughs> oh, also, I'll share this. This is kind of fun, too. So... When I first started, like, I was terrible at drawing backgrounds. It totally freaked me out. I had no idea how to do it. And so my drawings with my journal, I would do this doodle, and then I'd superimpose them on top of photographs. 
because uh-huh. that was my solution. And so that was another trigger to take your class because I was like, I got to learn this background thing and how to get a better grasp of that. So that just opened up a whole new world for me also. Yeah, that's so awesome. Because um, I think people... I mean, I did that when I was little, like, oh, I don't know how to draw hands. So I'm going to draw every person's hands inside of their pockets. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like find, trying to find some shortcut till one day I was like, okay, that's it. I got to figure out how to draw hands. So okay. I drew like 50 hands in a row and it like helped. That's awesome that you did that. And you've come so far. Your work is so good. I love seeing your backgrounds now. Thank you. Um, Thank you. We're going to get to the story. questions. Yeah. All right. Um... What? So these are all submitted by people uh, on Instagram. Okay. Were you nervous at all before going to the workshop? Definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> like 100,000 million percent. So I even remember like leading up to that week and I was just nervous. Um, I don't know how to say it, like emotionally and just all around. I was questioning if it was the right move to do. Also financially because I wasn't in the best spot in that realm and I remember thinking well man it wouldn't be that bad if somehow this was canceled but I was like no no let me just stick with this loan and do it it'll be a great investment in my dreams and to me that was worth it more than anything um but yes all around nervous that's that's great I would have never guessed that she was nervous first of all can I just see from my perspective she walks in like (laughs) she knew everybody in that room and she was like hi everybody my name is Amelia like she's just like so fun and like interactive and like uh yeah you I, I would have no people clue though. <laughs> like, I really really love people a lot but I still get nervous like when I don't know anybody like so that first initial nerves was like running through my entire body <laughs> Uh, well, I, you know, I greeted everybody with a hug. So now to know that people come in nervous, cause I didn't, I don't know why I didn't think that people yeah. would be nervous. And I think we had like that, that like bear, like that foundation. We all love drawing, but we also all had the tie to Amanda, but it's sort of like the birds of a feather flock together kind of vibe. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think that we were just all just facets of each other essentially. And that's why I was all like, Oh, Hey, cool. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> it was Super awesome. Um, somebody asked, to have a career as an artist, can it be learned or are you born with the talent? I think you just have to be born with the drive maybe to do it. I think you can absolutely learn it. That's what, um, we, were, that's what we were just talking about. That's exactly yeah, what I say. You have to have the passion yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the difference. I don't know that passion can be taught necessarily i mean maybe it can in some form but it really has to come from deep inside of you like you have to want it and love it and just go for it um somebody wants to know how do you overcome the fear of not being good enough the fear of not being good enough i think that just stems from an inner confidence but not like a cockiness Mm -hmm. so just really believe in what you do and just take pride in your work and your steps that you make. So, for example, something that I'm really happy with that I learned from the workshop, Amanda, you talked about drawing hands like 50 times, and hands wasn't something that I drew too often, but I just did it a lot and a lot and got better at it. So 
I remember that initial round of revealing the hands. I was like, well, I don't know if this will be good enough, but I'm really proud of these hands because <laughs> I've never drawn them like that. So I think if, if you just feel good about your own work and not care so much what other people think, it's super cliche to say, but I think there's a lot of gold in that just to yeah. not worry about what other people think. Definitely. And and like once you practice, then there's confidence that goes into getting better at something. So yes, if you are yes. nervous about it, just keep practicing and your confidence will build. You just have to start and do it. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, somebody asked, what is one thing you learned from the workshop that you put in all of your pieces now? Ooh, that is a good question. Nicely done. I to peruse at my sketchbook and think about this. <laughs> I would say backgrounds. Oh, yeah, backgrounds, but also details. Like, I didn't really factor how much details really matter. And I find myself really thinking extra hard about being sure to add that in. So, for example, like if I'm drawing a couch. And just to put those extra few lines on the couch, that really makes it stand out versus not having that texture line. Yeah. So details like that, I really focus on now after after the workshop. People aren't going to even have to take the workshop just listening to the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, let's see. How do you know if your art is good? Question mark. Oh, end question? End How question. Do you know if your art is good? How do you know if your art is good? Um, because it makes me happiest. If I'm looking at, like, I find, you know what people, when they read books, like, you might see someone sitting there and they start, like, smiling or uh-huh. laughing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, why are you laughing at? And it's from the book. I know that I have succeeded in my drawings when I'm, like, doing some little doodles or adding the finishing touch, and I can't help but smile. Like, literally, I'm just like, Oh, I love this so much. I'm so happy with this piece. So to me, that says, check mark, it's good. Because I just literally can't stop smiling when I look at it. Nice. I love it. That's that's, that's my answer, too. <laughs> I think that's great. Um, did you learn things you never knew before attending the workshop? Yes, the backgrounds. <laughs> so um, the post that I made yesterday was talking about how that was like my first official full background drawing and that means like I didn't copy it from somewhere else but it came straight from my head I had this vision I was like oh I want to have these little plants here or this curtain and this cool sun thing so all of that came to life because of learning it from the workshop that's awesome and from her brain I think that's another thing um that it's important. Sometimes people think when they draw that you have to look at something and you have to copy. But what makes an RP so awesome also, I think, is that when it comes through your own brain, because then it's never been created before. Or nobody else has ever seen it. Um, mm. But another thing I would add is, Amelia, your eyes used to be closed a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I, that was a fun, like, snippet of, like, pun intended but it's like oh my eyes are open after that class but yes I would always draw closed eyes and that was just because they freaked me out so I did my first little doodle there with the open eyes and now I don't do every single piece with open eyes because sometimes I just like the look better yeah I've 
definitely, you know, adapted more to open eyes. I do a lot of pieces where the eyes are closed, but um, it's kind of one of those things that you learn a whole bunch of things and then you just pick and choose. And it's just good to have that in your kind of backpack to pull out whenever it's needed. There are a bunch of questions um, like regarding being discouraged from pursuing education in art by parents or friends, but it seems like you had really supportive friends and parents. Yes, I really did. And I'm super grateful for that. So ever since I was little, they've always encouraged me in that realm. And so I'm the youngest of six, but I'm the only like artsy one. So six. I don't wow. know. They're just like, oh, a creative. Here we go. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, um, so it just kind of happens. That's awesome. You have a great story. Yeah, she does. Okay, somebody said, what advice would you give someone interested in having an art career but lacking money? Ooh, okay. I would say the best thing to do would to get a side job. Like, I think sometimes people might feel like, oh, to be a successful artist, I just have to go set up shop and start selling art, and then it will all happen. But that's not the case. Even, like, my, my position right now, like, I'm still building up myself but I have a like an actual full-time job and so the weekends I'll sell my artwork but it's nice to have that side income coming in because then that helps you to a not be so stressed out of your mind that you can't create because of finances but b it also provides a financial source for you to you know build your art upon so I think having a second job there's no shame into working your tiny off to get to where you want to be what is your future goal as an artist all right my ultimate big goal dream yeah what to be yeah i would love to live in a camper and travel around the country and show my artwork across the country that is because awesome. i really love people so i want to meet people from like every state and i want to connect through art in that way and it's really, like, I kind of call my artwork my ministry people because they're so personal. And at every show, I have criers. Like, there's people crying in the booth, and we're hugging it out, and we're wow. cracking open spirits, and it's really beautiful. So I have this vision of living in an RV with my fiancé and just traveling around. And that's, like, he's on board. I'm on board, and that's that's the goal. I cannot wait for that, and I know that's going to happen. I can yeah. feel it because I got goosebumps as soon as you said it. Yeah, which, you're doing that. Which <laughs> means, you're doing that for sure. Yeah, that means for sure. So please follow her journey. Well, she'll leave her um, information after um, towards the end. Can I add a little snippet to that dream? Please do. <laughs> so the other, so yeah, traveling like this traveling artist through the country, meeting people, but. We also want to have a family, so I, like, this is just the clearest vision in my head, but having a little baby on the road and just being fulfilled in all realms of life and art and just doing that across the country, at least for two or three years, and then maybe I'll slow down with the shows, but for now, that's all I want to do, so that's the ultimate big goal. That's awesome. You're going to do that for sure. That's awesome. All right, we'll just do one more. Um... I don't think I asked this, but what was your favorite thing about the workshop with Amanda? Favorite thing? I really enjoyed the sisterhood of it. Um, I think those connections, making that 
it's like the juices of life and you left and I know I left and everyone else did, but it's inspired on a whole different level than I think any of us thought we would be. So we were all inspired on an artistic level, but also just on a personal level. Like it was so sweet and intimate and we had dinners and we laughed and we got cried. So it was ultimate fulfillment. It was, yeah, it was so special. That's exactly what I was telling Joey. Um, yes, but yeah, yeah, so much more bonding. It wasn't just about art. It was about like art, but about life. And I think that art is so intertwined with with your life and how you're feeling. And and you yeah. and you're like that too. I mean, with your with your artwork, that's your artwork has so much heart. That's that's part of of your saying, right? Yeah, art with heart. Art with heart, yeah. Because I put hearts on, so every person and animal will have a heart on their forehead because that's the visual reminder of love. And I like to look at people like that. Like, if you were just walk around the grocery store and saw a heart on someone's forehead, that might make it easier to, like, not be so upset or this or that. So it's that's like, so nice. Hearts. Yeah, so that's like my, my signature. Yeah. That's, that's so unique. That's really cool. How do people find your work? So, all right, art name is 18 Loves, and that comes from, there's a Hebrew word, chai, and it translates to life, and then the uh, numerical value of that word is 18, so for me, the correlation is to live is to love, and that's what all my pieces speak that message, and it also pays, like, shout out to everything kind of stemming from being in Israel, because it really, really grew for me there, so that's the tie of the name. On Instagram at eighteen loves, and it's one eight l o b e s. Yes, <laughs> that's great. I love that. Yeah, and it's it's catchy. It's easy to remember. Eighteen loves. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. So last minute, so nice to just hear you. Like listen to your voice again. <laughs> so fun hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, congrats, y'all! By the way, and like kind of in person. Hello, congrats, but. That was a really beautiful wedding. Oh, thanks. When's your wedding? Do you have a date yet or you've been so busy? Yeah, we're April 24th. Oh, yay. It's going to be awesome. That's awesome. So that's fun. Artsy, fartsy wedding. Here we go. And I'm like painting the buttons on the back of my dress. It's going to be really crazy. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. That'll be great. I'm sure your invites are going to be awesome, too. Yeah. Pretty fun. Yes, so fun. Um, Amelia, you're awesome. Thank you so much for awesome. coming on. Thanks. No, thank thank you. you guys. Seriously, I'm super honored and grateful. Uh, thank you. Well, hopefully, well, I'll see you again soon, someplace. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> we'll cross paths again. I can't wait to hear the podcast. Okay, bye. Hey, bye. Good night. Bye. bye. And we're back. We're back. Hello. That was great, Amelia. You are awesome as well. What a this great was, story. She needs to write a book. I was just about to say, what a, Amelia has a great story. I know. I felt like I just wanted to keep asking her more of her adventures, but then that yeah. would be a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have her on as like a special guest one time. Yeah. Tell her story. That's awesome. Amelia, you are awesome. Thank you for taking the time tonight. Thank you, Amelia. To hang out with us. Um, this was really fun. Great, great, uh, great night. Yeah, this was so fun. Um, I hope, I hope you guys enjoyed it and thank you for sending over all of these great questions. I hope that, um, with this podcast episode, 
what you guys take away. I hope that part of it is that you you could get a degree in art or you could take a whole bunch of workshops or you can start when you're five or start when you're 25. And I think that what's important is that you keep creating and you keep learning, no matter if it's, like I said, through a workshop or going to the library, checking out books. Um, it's just about being consistent and learning new skills every day and honing in on them by um, just never giving up. So, yeah. You are awesome. You, you are, are awesome. an inspiration yeah. to me and <laughs> yeah. to so many people out there. And you're amazing. You're so amazing. Thank you for being amazing. Yeah. Um, thank you so much again for joining. Thank you for all the nice comments and messages and all that good stuff. I'm so excited to um come back on next wednesday and hang out with you guys again we have no idea what we're gonna do and uh that's what i love about it it's yep. always spontaneous and somebody will send a random message i'm like you know what that's, that's a it. great idea yeah. so keep sending them keep sending them thank you so much and thank you leah and amelia <laughs> yes thank you girl and this episode was brought to you by i got nothing <laughs> okay goodbye everybody bye Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.